0: The I mean the golden rule whenever I was learning about like sound production in college was it's way easier to cut than it is to add. So exactly. cut the cut the low if you need to and then push the whole signal is gonna be better than adding treble.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's kind of what I've moved to. Um yeah, and then sound
1: Fault, with dude. with noise too, like I mm-hmm. really like to record it quieter than you normally would. Like it's boosted. It. It. Josiah, have you it's had like a, this share like Um yeah, I have. Um no, Did you, you say a circumcision? Party. Yeah, That's I was gonna, like gonna say a circumcision. Are you sure you haven't listened to our podcast yet? Because <laughs> <laughs> we definitely we talked a little bit about circumcision when we were in debates the hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> some right. very heavy debates. That's one hundred percent sure.
2: Same questions, more of an open ended study. Um, ben, Get, I don't know if after you left. I mean, I think I was in the process of doing this after the party, but <laughs> I drank probably estimated two bottles of sherry to myself <laughs> after that party. It was bonkers, and. Sherry hangover not that bad no not really? that bad i had a i did not wake up uh, as hungover as i thought i would especially I after was like lord
0: like, when. when you said that
2: yeah i, I was ready to go but I also feel like
0: Go ahead. Oh, you mean?
3: Well, I was gonna say I feel like by like bringing that or presenting that even on a podcast, if it makes it to that, is like mm-hmm. you're now challenging
2: people. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> yes. stopping tootheads yeah? court you want, town. Yeah. You wanna
3: see? Let's yeah. see how far you can get. Can
2: you do a barrel stand instead of a keg stand? You know what I mean? Just a barrel stand <laughs> of the sherry. Um we're we're rolling, right? Oh, we yeah. always are. All right, hell yeah. Can we swear, so, always have been. No, this is this is a family podcast. Family I, podcast. don't even fucking think about it. <laughs> Did <Do> we, <laughs> we start with a prayer? Uh,
1: <laughs> we we I went into a prayer a couple months back because I was praying that Taylor Swift would. I was praying on her downfall, literally. Yeah, praying on her downfall. Doug, I wanted. I just say that you take this from us.
0: I wanted to mention the movie. Um, this is the end when you were doing that. Cause Jonah Hill prays that God will kill Jay. Yeah. And that's the night that God sends a demon to butt fuck Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, you gotta be careful. What if, be- if Jesus likes Taylor Swift's music? You and dumb- what if I like to get butt
1: fucked <laughs> by a demon? Well yeah, then you yeah, become we the all dean. have our kinks, right? Yeah. I think so. And <laughs> yeah. anyways, I think we'll just turn on to you and and say hi to everybody.
2: Speaking of buttfucking, <laughs> uh River City Cannabis, <laughs> <laughs> our beautiful sponsor. Uh River City Cannabis, uh located in West Michigan, one roof business. one roof micro business, handled with care. So what one roof means is that everything is grown package sent off for uh, government checking and validation and sent back and then sold in shop. So the entire process throughout, they have their hands on, they know exactly what their product is, they're growing it, they're responsible for all of it. They're not buying some random uh, grass or edibles or um, any other uh, cannabis products. It's all done by them. Use promo code SIMPS for 10% off your next order or... Uh, you can order in store or find them on Weed Maps located in Lowell, Michigan. Shout out to River City Cannabis. Thank you for sponsoring us. All right, today.
3: I feel like there should be like Tim Allen, pure Michigan.
2: Pure Michigan. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that bo- uh, voice you just heard is our buddy Ben. Um, I'm gonna let Ben introduce himself. Um, and we'll talk about what we just did together. But Ben, the floor is yours as he's poking, as uh, packing his bowl uh, with only River City cannabis, right? Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> the <best thing. laughs> only the good stuff. Only the good stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, my name is Ben Senseny. I work at Two James Spirits. I've been there since we've opened in 2013. Um, I helped run the tasting room in Detroit and Grand Rapids and now I kind of do sales as well and I don't know. I don't really kinda of have a role. I do a little bit of everything.
2: Oh yeah. That better. Much oh better. that's My perfect. Better. That's so sexy Chris. right
3: there. Yeah. Let me uh let me loose want me to talk deeper. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Oh, Got it gotta get everybody
2: <laughs> to me. Oh yeah. Uh Good okay so what is your do you have an official title or uh
3: brand operations officer Mm. but i mean like i'll do anything from you know our sales aspect to uh, even better even better (laughs) optimization (laughs) um to training to help opening you know help open our grand rapids tasting room Mm. um when i started It was, we weren't even really open yet, actually. I just started as a favor to Dave. So Mm -hmm. the whole job has kind of morphed since the beginning. Okay. What did,
0: what did you do before two James?
3: Uh, basically immediately before two James, I was pretty much a glorified telemarketer. Okay. Uh, I worked at a mortgage company and I hated it. It was the most miserable experience. I always imagine because all day long, you know, I'd like call somebody. It would be somebody goes online. Um, types in like i might want to refinance and then they sell all your shit to these mm-hmm. different scumbags who mm-hmm. you know start call- cold calling you everywhere mm-hmm. and that was i was one of those scumbags um so they're call uh, like i call up and i always imagined hitting up like a grandma or a grandpa who's like just lovingly holding a child mm-hmm. and then going in the biggest verbal diatribe the moment <laughs> I, I get on the phone like asking if they want to refinance um but no the job really sucked um However, to even go before that, I knew Dave for a few years because I was in the military and my best friend from the military, uh, he actually came up with me to a party at Michigan State. Okay. Um, and after that party, he's like, okay, I'm moving to Michigan with you. Dave um, said that? No, no, oh, this was best my friend. best okay, friend. Okay. Okay. So then, uh, he moves to Michigan. We, we moved to Ann Arbor. Um, still good time partying and stuff. Um, but, uh, he ends up falling in love, meets his wife. But during that whole courting period, he's like, yo, you need to meet my, uh, my brother-in-law. This dude's fucking crazy. He's hilarious. And so then we just started always partying. Um, and Dave would say, I should become a bartender because I just don't shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, Dave
2: is the brother-in-law. Yes. Okay. Dave is oh, the brother-in-law. Crazy. And okay. so,
3: yeah. And then Dave, when we get drunk, it'd be so funny because <laughs> I remember like, and he can drink like no other yeah. i mean he is like a champion we uh we challenged him it was me and jason versus him uh to shoot a boot and he beat both of us and then drank part of our boot and that that same night i just remember throwing up in the literal uh gutter <laughs> you know what i mean so like yeah Dude's legit <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> but uh he um anytime we drink, he'd always talk about opening up his own bar and everything mm-hmm. like that. And we'd just be like, yeah, whatever, Dave, everybody always says this shit when they're drinking. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, uh, lo and behold, he ends up traveling out to the West side.
2: How many years ago was that?
3: Uh, that was probably, I mean, that started at least 13, 14 yeah. years ago. Okay. Um, but when he actually started making a move, I would say it was probably about 11 to 10. Okay. if I had to guess. yes yeah. um, so, and we can get into his story, I guess, in a little bit. So basically, he starts uh, opening up to James. He doesn't have a staff yet. Um, and he's just like, yo, dude, I don't have a staff. Can you help me out? There's this event I have going on this weekend. And it was on like a Saturday, so mm-hmm. I had the day off. Like, sure, I got nothing better to do. So I drive to Detroit, and I'll never forget pulling up and just seeing bikers everywhere. Like, just probably a few hundred bikers. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I've never been in the place, so I had mm-hmm. no idea what it even was or anything. And I walked back there and there's like 60 motorcycles just lined up that are like uh, um, just, you know, really cherry or whatever you want to say. I mm-hmm. don't know what they, they use as terminology, but just badass looking bikes. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, all right. Um, walk up to the bar, days behind it. He throws a shirt at me. He's like, get behind the bar, start bartending, man. <laughs> Let's go, fucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. But it was basic shit. You know, it was mm-hmm. like just either whiskey meats or like gin and tonic, shit like that. So it was, uh, it was a good time, really. Mm-hmm. Just listening to music. You're kind of getting paid to be where everybody wants to be, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I go back to my job Monday. And there's a rumor going around that our entire department's getting laid off. Um, uh, so the manager calls all of us in to the office and he's like, Yo, you know, we heard the rumor, you're all safe, don't worry about it. Everybody's like, Cool. Go back to their jobs, start doing their thing. Tuesday rolls around, the manager calls laid everybody off. in. Yep. Other managers, so like their offices are right mm-hmm. next to each other, and they're like yeah, so uh your entire departments getting laid off and these people just start, you know, yelling back and forth yeah. cuz these are like mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, like, you know, this is livelihoods mm-hmm. for people. So they're just, you know, going off on each other. I text Dave like, "Yo, dude, getting laid off." And he's like, "All right, I'll see you Wednesday." And then
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah,
3: I was there ever since and so okay. like, you know, and in, in the beginning I just would do bottling or whatever they needed in the back and then I started uh bartending and a lot of it would be like he had a really strong staff an experienced staff so i just um basically you know learned through osmosis a lot of times and a lot of failures <laughs> a lot of getting yelled at by dave mm-hmm. and even co-workers to get you know to get it together That's but how it like, goes dude yeah yeah, yeah you yeah. learn trial by fire and shit
2: so yeah. we all i mean i mean lane josiah is what we call industry adjacent right uh, but me and Lane being in bartending, we, and we've had a thousand mentors that, like, in the moment, you were just getting your ass chewed out. But, like, hamburger look, me. Just hamburger. Just yeah. Like, yeah. But uh, you look back at it and you're like, that's when I learned the most, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've been with 2James for almost the start, yeah, right? Yeah. Essentially, okay.
3: since before tech, like, they actually opened. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Okay. What were they before?
3: Uh, well it was nothing before. It okay. just was a build out before. Okay. So like before they actually had any stuff to, to go to market, like they, that's when I came on. I heard.
2: Yeah. Nice. So for those that don't know what Two James is, Two James Spirits is a distillery. First ever distillery since? Prohibition in Detroit. Yeah. Which yeah. is such a crazy statistic. It is. yeah Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there's and is it the first one that stayed open, or is legit the first one since? Since, in the city. Is that a law thing? No, nah, a... I think it
3: was just a... Well, I mean, some of it was a law thing, because if you noticed how, like... Think about way back when craft brewing became popular, and they right. were few and far between and then all of a sudden you just see this explosion where every city has a craft brewery yeah same concept happened with like distilling like there was really strict laws Mm -hmm. um and then in like the mid 2000s i believe they started loosening those laws up that's why you see the the changes in like these small little distilleries starting to pop up right So
2: wow oh yeah that's cool right now I don't think we entered this right now. We're sipping on a very special sherry that we're not going to talk too much about, but <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, shout out to Dave. If you listen to this man, thank you for getting us sherry uh, and uh, shout out to Ben for bringing it and talking him into letting us bring it. Uh, this was part of our leftovers from our murder mystery party that we did at Buffalo, which was a partnership with two James Grand Rapids, which is a new tasting room on Michigan Street. Uh, we won't talk too much about that because I want to dive into. We have, <laughs> if if you watch the video on YouTube, you'll see that we have uh, one, two, three, four, six bottles in front of us. Oh yeah, yeah. We got lots of booze. Yeah. yeah. How are you guys looking on your sherry? Should I just down this? I, I'm, yeah, I mean, drinking I'm drinking. It. Still I'm still uh, sipping it. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's dive in. Uh, you were a bartender though, right? Yeah. And bartending in Detroit. What is, uh, one of your biggest, like, I love hearing pet peeves. I think everyone does mm-hmm. because the, people can only, that don't bartend can only imagine what it's like to bartend. And those that are bartenders, we get a kick out of listening to other bartenders, pet peeves. It's so also do you have any?
1: A little bit of a like caveat to people that don't know. It's
3: like, this is what you don't, don't fucking do. do yeah. You know? hmm
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, basically talking shit about other people's drinks. Yep. Like I know we were talking about it beforehand. Like that is the biggest annoyance, especially like, you know, some guy is giving his friend shit for drinking something in a coop. Yeah. And then he's like, or hey. look at that girly drink. It's got like a cherry in it. And it's like, dude, he's drinking 120 proof alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Drinking fucking 80. Like, yeah. <laughs> like shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like let somebody, you know, as they say now a gatekeeping, like just mm-hmm. let somebody do them, you know, yeah. like,
0: I've always been so confused that, like, the random masculinity assigned to a rocks glass versus other things to drink the same fucking liquid out of.
1: Mm -hmm. It's because they got to hold it like this.
2: Like, they're gripping their rock. (laughs) Which is... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is like, it's it's like a valid yeah, thing. Yeah. Like men's, like,
1: uh, like that. Look, like, I gotta like, mm. Mm, yeah. it's like they hold on, like a good grip They don't on. like to hold things gently.
0: <laughs> you know, like that. Mm. They gotta yeah. practice holding dicks while they're drinking. What yeah, it's like, which is, is kind of so like,
3: like going forward. You just give them like a tiny shot glass if they start talking shit. Cause yeah. Like you, you ain't packing that, bro. Yeah. That's a this
1: is the
2: truck idea. driver special. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our truck drivers. We Shout love them. To our truck drivers. Don't cancel on us. Good lord. I love you, Dad. So, what is uh I mean, obviously you're. you are you like unofficially officially GM of both or do both locations have a own, their own GM? They have their own managers. Oh, they have their own um, managers?
3: Okay. I I would say I assist, like I think the idea of a good management team really in general is just like instead of being the boss necessarily you're supposed to give the people you're more support yeah you're supposed to give you know Alex in Grand Rapids or Sean in Detroit what they need to succeed on their help side them
2: execute and then help them execute their beautiful ideas yeah, absolutely exactly. Yeah. amazing and lay the dick on the table sometimes not, when you need to yeah, but not often yeah. every so often yeah you keep it in the pants most of mm-hmm. the time you disturb uh, your drinks yeah exactly jesus christ um Shout all right so william dafoe so yeah we we're big william dafoe podcast uh, i
3: wasn't sure if he stirred a drink that like he that could okay. he's got a stirring like that was always big. called the Willem dafoe
2: what, what did i say you always say
1: william dafoe and it's like a running thing now
0: <laughs> <laughs> andrew once told me and it's always stuck with me because it's so true he's like if i start to say something wrong and if I don't get corrected within the first two times of saying it, I will say it wrong forever. For the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> forever.
2: For the rest ever. of my life. I am a very brilliant person in some aspects, but then I am also one of the... Dumbest, let's just say, person. Like Lane has a beautiful vocabulary, and I always say to him, "I'm not sure if you're making up words or if these are real <laughs> words, but either way, I don't believe it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was
0: a good litmus test because we were writing this most recent menu, and litmus? I, What's I litmus? like litmus, lit, lit, not litmus, not, not <laughs> litmus, uh, <laughs> litmus dick. <laughs> uh, it was a good, like a good standard for like, oh no, we can't use that word on the menu because.
3: Andrew doesn't know how to I pronounce have no it. No idea <laughs> how to say that word. Yeah, so we're not using it. Yeah, but <laughs> one of my favorite phrases is "you don't have to say it to drink it." Yeah, because exactly. half the time I'll like not be able mm-hmm. to say something. I'll be like, uh, you know, because like half the staff will come up some unique phrasing for some long name to it. Right. Drink and it's like, I'm not even going to attempt that.
2: Nope. I'll Give me an acronym. That yeah. one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you, I love when people do I like that. pictures. <laughs> right. So I can barely read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of pictures, uh, this Johnny smoking guns got a beautiful label on it. I have, uh, this is another recurring segment. I have the worst on purpose and slightly not on purpose. Um, <laughs> Uh, segways segways yeah cool. I, didn't wanna, I didn't want to i didn't want to say that i figured you were going to say that and yeah i didn't want to well, assume yeah. it though because you were just
3: going to be like oh gas right now and yeah. then it's like what was, was it like saying s- i had a bad segway speaking of butt fucking river city cannabis <laughs> yeah. yeah right we <laughs> love you Noah. We, love we love you. you. Noah. <laughs> all
2: right so we're about to cry crack- oh what are you doing put that cork back on and put that bitch in a microphone i'm just eager we want yeah to- yeah
0: you are all right ben eager beaver ben, you get to pop this
2: so, what all we right. do is we do a cork pop for every bottle we open, and you put it straight in the microphone, and we'll all be quiet. Ready? Oh, no. Not,
0: not so much, like, champagne, like...
2: Oh, yeah, you, you, want to, you want me to do wanna, it? We okay. want yeah. We want the noise. No! <gasps> oh, oh, oh. a, little, a like, wet one. The <laughs> <laughs> I love that gouache. Yeah. I gave it a little... Lane will pour. I got you. We'll make Lane pour. Talk to us about Johnny Smoking Gun, because this is a very unique whiskey.
3: Yeah, I love this whiskey, because anytime I... Work an event or just somebody comes in the tasting room that's, you know, interested in trying something new. I'll just tell them, hey, you want to try something really fucking weird? Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much that's what this is. It was made for a ramen restaurant in Detroit called Johnny Noodle King. Mm-hmm. So the idea was uh, since Johnny Noodle King is making a lot of like warm pork broths and stuff like that for the ramen. Right. Uh, the idea is a salty and savory pork broth. We made a sweet and smoky whiskey to go with it. To partner? Yeah. Have
2: you, now, have you done the tasting with it? Like, oh with yeah. The, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah.
3: so we actually, during the winter, we do this thing called the dashi back. It's mm-hmm. a variation of the pickle back. You know how you yeah. do the, the shot of uh, whiskey followed by, uh, pickle juice to mm-hmm. kind of negate the flavor. Mm-hmm. If you want to
2: see me projectile vomit in public, give me a pickle back. <laughs> me. I can't do it. But yes, really? I, I know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a pickle juice either. guy. No, I love pickles. I like pickles, but yeah, I yeah. don't
3: feel feel like a full like ounce or two ounces mm-hmm. of, of just pickle juice. Yeah, it's me. like
2: I like
1: a little bit of lemon and lime, but I'm not gonna drink a shot of it. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Um, but our variation is the Johnny Smoking Gun followed by warm pork broth. Mm. From I Johnny. can give that. Yeah. Yeah. awesome.
2: The Irish in me just that tingled my dick a little bit. Mm. You know what <laughs> <mean>? <laughs>
3: when you were talking
1: about it at the murder mystery, when you brought ramen up, and I started drinking, I was like, oh fuck yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I'm half Asian, and like <laughs> I, I, my blood is full of ramen broth, so mm-hmm. I love
3: that shit. And, and it pairs like super well. It's funny because when somebody does question it, which is weird. Like, I don't understand why anybody be like, that's awkward to drink soup. Because, I mean, that's essentially what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. right? Give
0: them, give them a spoon and be like, all right, fine. Try yeah, it this exactly. way. Exactly. Like, yes. You're like, here you go, bro. <laughs> yeah.
3: But like, they'll be like, that's weird. And then somebody else will come in and they order it. And then another person orders it. And then finally they'll be like, all right, I'll try it too. And then next thing you know, they're just like, holy shit, this is amazing. Just cause it pairs so well. Mm-hmm. Um, the other really fun drink with it is the, uh, whiskey sour. Yes. Like if you do a whiskey sour with it, because you get that citrus and sweetness. Um, well, the citrus from the, the lemon, but then the sweetness, not just from the simple, but also the, the Johnny Smoking Gun itself. Mm. But then you'll get like a nice smoky aftertaste.
2: So what makes this
3: so unique? So what makes it unique first with the flavor is that it's going to start off sweet. And then it'll have like at the back end, it's going to have this smokiness to it. Right. And the way we do this is it's a, a light corn with unaged rye. Okay. Uh so we won best rye distillery in the United States and actually our rye. That's huge. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. We'll, so, and we'll all the, rye's the other awards later but let's <laughs> stick on the rye part, yeah. So uh so we take that unaged rye, we take that light corn, we blend <laughs> Is it. Is Is that together.
2: the rye dog, the unaged? Yes. Okay.
3: Yep. And then we'll proof it down with uh Japanese tea. Talk to us no about what shit. proofing down means. So, so basically adding deionized water or like flavorless odorless water, but in this case it actually has flavor to it. And Uh, just like for the listeners, um,
0: is that like, why, why is that necessary in most cases?
3: So, uh, okay. The idea is like, um, the idea of proofing down really is like with the start at a higher proof, you get a higher alcohol content, but you actually get more flavor. Mm -hmm. Uh, when you're proofing something down, obviously the alcohol goes down, but the flavor actually like gets more and more calm as well. So, like a lot of purists, when they drink, they like things at like cask strength. That you're looking at like a hundred and nineteen, a hundred and twenty proof, yeah. because that's where you're getting the the essence of it. Um, but proofing down essentially, yeah, is the idea of just watering the the spirit down. So is this unaged? I mean, there's a portion of it unaged. Which oh, why okay. It couldn't I, th- be...
2: I thought you were saying the whole color just comes from the additive of No, two. no, no, okay. no.
3: So the light corn is uh, is aged, okay. and then the rye dog is not 75-25? 70-30. 70-30.
2: Cool.
0: What's crazy is having drank a lot of that rye dog now,
2: I can pick it out like distinctively yeah. Yeah. in here. It's good, too. But this mm-hmm. added cereal note on the nose, I haven't tasted it yet. Feel free, but... The cereal, no, I, granted we are using the same glasses we had the sherry in, which is only going to add to the <laughs> deliciousness of it, but like there is so cereal grain on the nose, but there's like, what am I missing? Lane, you got the snout.
0: Well, I'm getting lots of like oatmeal, which is cereal, like brown sugar yeah. in the oatmeal. Oh my God. Um, yeah, definitely get that <laughs> sugar. And the uh, with, sugar. from the Rye Dog on the finish, I always get like kind of darker, like Raisin brand. That Rye mm-hmm. Dog to me is Raisin brand crunch in like the best fucking ways. Um, like it's grassy too, but like all those notes I get from that, I get out of the rye dog. And mm. so there are elements of that in here mixed with like classic corn stuff. What's and- the
2: proof on this?
3: 87. 87. So it's, um, the reason it's 87 proof is because since it's a, um you know, it's supposed to be paired with a ramen spot, we went with the lucky numbers. In Japan, prime numbers are lucky numbers. Nice. So 87 okay. 87 being a prime number. Oh, yeah. That's- Hachi Nana. Yeah, I Hachi. I well, Hachi's that, right over the Hachi-nana. eights and Nana's over the seven. I don't know if that means anything. Is I don't know numbers? what those mean. I don't. I can't read that stuff. I Is it either. Korean? Right. Yeah. You said it was Japanese. No, it was Japanese. Japanese. Sorry. Yeah. My
2: apologies. It's okay. I accept it.
3: Thank you. Because <laughs> I want to <laughs> say at the top it says hello, but oh. I'm not hundred percent sure on that one. Hmm. Konichiwa. So I
1: could. Just That's a uh, like spreading a lie.
2: I will me. say I, I do want,
1: but I've. I've I've got a lot of friends. That wait,
2: do wait 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 wait. Konnichiwa is do you speak Japanese? I'm pretty oh, sure. That's hello, right? I thought is that was it? hello. Oh shit. We also don't I'm know what fucking Nepal th- is either.
0: Parlez-vous francais is do you speak French? Yeah. Parlez-vous franquise? <laughs>
2: let me get your <laughs> finest glass of Merlot. Merlot. <laughs> That's my
1: favorite pet, favorite thing to do to piss people off. Yeah. It's just mispronounce.
2: Cabernet. Cabernet. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we had this whole segment where we were talking about. Um, actually, let me ask you this. If it's gym class dodgeball right but yeah. it's also world War three but it's gym class dodgeball selection style who's your first round pick on your team for world war three America well you are you America. are America. oh <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> hmm I, I love the, I air, love the, of, answer, the <laughs>
3: air of
0: just like, what other answer
3: yeah. is there? You dummy Look at defense spending. <laughs> also, I feel like
1: we didn't say this, but thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah. Thank, thank you. you for your don't service. worry about yeah. that.
2: Dude. Okay. I was honestly, uh, I d- hope this is taken in the right light. I was so surprised when you just said. I don't know if you saw my verbal face <laughs> because the, per- I, what part branch of the military are you in? I was in the Marines. For no four fucking, years. fucking way. And then I did You're five years in badass. Navy Intel. No, Damn, shit, but I that mean, makes more like, sense. No, if that makes sense. <laughs> I,
3: I don't know. I know I look like more like Jesus, or I get uh, yes, uh Jesus. what's shaggy? Dude that, no, shaggy? No, I don't get shaggy so much. Really, but, uh, we're gonna give you shaggy. Charles Manson. I get Tra- Charles. That's rude. you know,
2: that's rude. <laughs>
1: it's, <laughs> it's rude as fuck because you're a lot taller than Charles Manson.
3: <laughs>
2: You I mean this in the most loving way, bro. The first time I saw you, I was like, Man, that's shaggy. That's shaggy. (laughs) I take it. Yeah. I think Charles
1: Manson did nothing wrong, but that's besides the point. Yeah, Mr. Kidding. Well, listen, Charles. Charles Manson did not murder anybody. Sure, he orchestrated an event where a lot of people got murdered, but he didn't actually kill anybody. I don't think he actually wanted to go through with it. What happened there with the Manson family was basically like a party that goes too long and then things start to get weird. You know how like you're at your buddy's house and it's like three thirty nine in the morning you're outside smoking on that one glass you got uh a motherfucker yeah no yeah. and then the one dude start <laughs> the one dude gets quiet and he goes man life's just never been the same since you left and the <laughs> things just get dark really fucking yeah, fast dude. that's that what that happened with them. he just wanted to get a bunch of like hot hippie chicks and fuck them in the desert and create a like weird sex cult which he did for a while and then it was like well now what do we do yeah. Let's go fucking murder some people, helter <laughs> skelter, motherfucker. For sure. Man. I remember he like <laughs> one of the Beach Boys. I think like, yeah, kicked his ass. Or, or <laughs> he or was like he was like, like a groupie that always hung yeah. around. They just let him. He was like that one dude that was like he always brought him drugs and hot hippie chicks. Um, did you ever see uh what was it uh the fucking <clears throat> why am I spacing on the name of the movie? It Was Tarantino's latest? The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I haven't. I heard it was good, it's though. Because Manson is in that, and it does a really good job oh, it. about no it. It, It's such a good movie, by the way. Yeah. Fuck okay, anyways. Is. I heard it. Was. Who's Sorry, your first-round pick?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Dodgeball-class yeah. uh, World War Three. Fuck, I don't fucking know. Any, like, so would they be our alliance no matter what, yes, then? it could be any China. country. Then. It just can't be Russia. They're like you go to China? Okay.
2: That is tactical. That is tactical. I went with... We mean Josiah both went with Germany because they have so much to prove. <laughs> yeah that makes sense
3: right. yeah yeah and they almost one v1 they, the whole they world last time. Fucking, they just gotta fucking do it this yeah time, they just right? gotta
2: do it man <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right before we get too far i want to yeah. do my bit because one there's two things i wanted to say first of all this bottle and i've always said this like the very first time i went into the two james tasting room was because i remember i used to go to seven monks all the time and I heard that Two James was coming there, so I think I followed the page before they opened, and then they just didn't open a while. I think it was because yeah. of COVID. Co- and shit. COVID really, and then to- yeah, bet. And then I, I went in there once they finally opened, <laughs> and the first thing I thought was like, first of all, the vibes in there are fucking amazing. Dude, mm-hmm. I lo- um, I
2: went in for the first time actually e- two days ago. Yeah, I didn't. That mural on the wall, That's on the tiger. wall, yeah. the tiger yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Aaron did that. Fuck yeah, Aaron. So- uh, Shepherd, no shit, really, yeah. Aaron. We love you if you listen. We love you, Aaron. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, sweet as fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, continue. to
1: explain. But um, no, yeah, because and the thing is, I I actually so I used to go to Buffalo a lot pre-COVID, and then after COVID, when things started opening up again, I went to Two James a lot more before I went to Buffalo because Buffalo only had the patio open for a bit. Um, so Two James was like my spot where I used to get all my dudes together just to drink whiskey and shit um but first of all yeah art's amazing um but that was my first thought i looked on the wall and i was like these bottles are beautiful as fuck like it's got this like this is like actual metal this metal like embossed piece on the back the design's amazing um and then one thing that we always like to do is read the bottle every so often it's my asmr bit and um i already had a chance to read it and a lot of times we like to shit on the labels because it's either like snake oil or they don't necessarily highlight um, what you want to taste in it enough where it's like got notes of corn and we've been around for 200 years and that's why you should drink our shit. It doesn't really tell you enough about the bottle. Having said that, I've read this <laughs> briefly and after reading it, I think we'll all agree that this is not that hype. <laughs> Johnny smoking gun is a story of East meets West an American whiskey crafted specifically to complement the umami of the rich pork and fish broths of Japanese cuisine. This delicate, smoky blend of corn and rye will not surely disappoint. Enjoy.
3: Simple to the point. It
1: says exactly. The way what you he said. read
3: that, like, I, we need to hire him for a fucking commercial. <laughs> like, that wasn't. That wasn't. My ASMR, that got little, hard. <laughs> a little <laughs> jack in the tits. Um, like, that
0: was very book on tape in a yeah, really great way. Audible. And then it also tells you a
1: little audible. about the two James story. 2 James is located in Corktown, Detroit, and is the first licensed distillery in Detroit since Prohibition. 2 James uses locally sourced ingredients with the sole aim of revitalizing the community and reinforcing the craft product movement. 2 James is more than just a product. It is born from the belief that family, friends, and community are the most essential parts of life. That's a mission statement right there, boys.
0: Can you reread the first paragraph you did because it's shorter, but do it as if you're on NPR because you're so close. You just have to get weirder about things.
1: (laughs) Johnny, Smoking Gun. Exactly. Johnny <laughs> Smoking Gun, exactly. Johnny Smoking Gun. That <laughs> does sound very Here we go. Johnny Smoking <laughs> Gun is a story of East meets West, an American whiskey crafted specifically to complement the umami of the rich pork and fish broths of Japanese cuisine. This delicate smoky blend of corn and rye will surely not disappoint. Enjoy.
0: I love the the not note so you good. ended on. Like, disappoint point. You no have to order. like. There's like a certain <laughs> dissonant, like atonal movement to all NPR broadcasters' vocal inflections. Hundred percent,
1: cool.
3: dude. Yeah, that was a hundred percent.
0: It is now officially the
1: NPR bit. No longer. ASMR. So
2: please. Uh, what I what I love about the just talking about the label and just I hit on a little bit is that. This is the snake oil part of so many whiskey companies of just like throwing just vague adjectives at you for a two paragraphs and you read that and you're like, I just read all that, but I have no idea what I just read. Yeah. That meant nothing straight to the point why it's designed. Love it. Love it.
3: I will. And I will admit like when it talks about community and stuff, some of that stuff can come off. Um, I don't know, corny sometimes, but like we legit, actually like talk about the you know importance of like at the tasting rooms and when we we opened the restaurant across the street like it's super guy like
2: our yeah. entire
3: like like that was when i did bartend that was my favorite aspect was having people not just my regulars but my regulars becoming my salesman yeah like my regulars because we had a round bar we have a round bar in detroit so like it would be so fun to just watch like as i'm helping another guest you know, one of my regulars sit over there like, oh, you need to try this. You need to try this. And then mm. they'll like be flagging me down like, yo, Ben, like buy this for that. Like I got the round it's and like such a great quote. Just see this huge, like a whole bunch of people that don't know each other talking. It's to amazing. Like,
2: yeah. Four things. It's a great
3: quote. I started
1: off with two and then you kept talking and I came up with two more. Four things. One, corny, because yes, there's corn in there. So absolutely. <laughs> two. I don't think it's actually that corny because everything that you've set up to this point in the story, it's 100% authentic and it's true. A lot of people like to like that corporate buzzword of we're a family, like as soon as you hear that it's a fucking red flag, get the yeah, fuck out. Yeah. But like it's actually legit here in that case. Third, a restaurant? Yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. that. That's it's crazy. A, it's
3: a baller restaurant too. It's called Super Superguile, Super Yeah. Okay. It's, um we opened, I want to say it was midsummer. Okay. Um, Ooh, good movie. And and I was the, just I, gonna fucking say <laughs> that. I have not seen that. Doesn't it, end, it ends pretty happily, right? It, it's uh, it's so pretty. cold uh, hands. Sure. I walked. I walked away from it going, ah. Yeah, for sure. Should me and my stepdaughter watch it? No, no. <laughs> and
2: then fourth, and I would just not being on drugs while watching <laughs> it.
3: I was really
1: high when I watched, it and I was Terrified. <laughs> and then fourth, we gotta fucking go. We gotta, go, we gotta see the Detroit location. Yes, oh yeah, 100%. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let me know. Like, Let's it, do a fucking
2: such, pod there, dude.
1: Fuck, dude. I've seen pictures of like the round bar, and I'm like, oh my god, that's
3: beautiful. Oh yeah, like two things
2: on my bucket list, Oh, three things, just going in general. Two, doing a pod there, and I would love to do a Buffalo takeover there. Oh, I'm sure and, we could work yeah, all those. 100 percent, no problem at That'd all. That'd be dope.
3: Yeah, we'll make all those things come true, and like the the restaurant to finish that point too. Like, this is a completely different. It was so funny the way it's evolved, I guess, from the beginning to where it is now. Like uh, uh, early on, it was supposed to be German street food. So like primarily just donors and stuff like that, like the classic way. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So Dave and Brendan, um, Brendan's like the GM head chef. And he's just like, I mean, he's unreal when it comes to to just food. Uh They traveled out to Berlin and they uh they were like just kind of. Doing a work trip, if you will. Mm. Uh, for, sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Very, very work oriented. <laughs> no. And then they ended up going down to like Istanbul and mm-hmm. then they ended up going to like Casablanca and Morocco. Oh, Fuck! Oh, and so yes. then the food evolved into like this it's idea. If, if you look at our, the symbol on the front, it's a stork. And the idea is mm-hmm. that the uh, migration pattern of the stork is kind of how the food is operated oh, nice I like okay. that. like there's like this turkish north yeah, african fuck. like german food like oh, yeah. it's just all those Come foods, on. yeah it's awesome so Come i want to bring face. it back to
2: the whiskey a little bit <laughs> nice um Good. i want to bring it back to the whiskey a little bit i don't know i'm a huge believer in power suggestion so i don't know if it is a power suggestion it's alcohol I drink before this podcast, but the, like, I literally taste ramen while tasting this. And I, I think, it, I think it's the tea. It's yeah. such a unique whiskey that I've never had before. Yeah. Josiah, where are you going? No. Okay.
3: Well, and that's like why it like, so being in the distillery side of things, right? Like, and especially with, with selling rice being our primary, uh, Ambition, mm-hmm. uh, ryes aren't as popular as bourbons, and and when you look at like higher end spirits, people don't really want to venture out as often. So like this is why that you know when I'm telling people about, you need to try. It's so fucking weird. So do you qualify
2: this as a rye because it says no. Johnny Swing Gun whiskey, whiskey, okay. just a
3: whiskey because you know it doesn't really hit. It can't be a bourbon, can't right. be a rye, right? So, okay, you know, it's just, just want to make sure. Yeah,
2: checking. It. <laughs> <laughs> Boys. So we do, I told you a little bit, we do a corking system, right? Yeah. Let's cork this in the mindset of whiskey. So we'll throw it into the Japanese, the Irish that we've done. Whiskey without the E. Whiskey without the E, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever that means. Is that how they actually (laughs) spell it? Uh, America
0: is really the only country that uses E. It's just like how Britain, Great Britain
1: does like the U and stuff like color and we don't. Oh, okay. We got to be different. And they have the metric system. Yeah. (laughs) the rest of the te- world does <laughs> <laughs> the rest that? of the world uses the E you know so everybody be, else well at least we wrong. don't have shootings in our yeah, school that's, that's
2: literally my new favorite thing on TikTok yeah. have you seen this
0: or their subways
2: where it's like it's yeah. like American being like I can't believe people in Great Britain say something this way and then it'll be like the Spongebob meme with really fucked up teeth he's like <laughs> well at least I don't get shot up in arithmetic <laughs> 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 but let's uh, cork it in in that sense um i think the only japanese we've done is fukano mm-hmm. yamazaki um and then we've done tully 14 and i think teeling on the pod if i, I remember I correctly
0: don't, i don't remember any teeling that could have been before my time though. okay
2: but do you want to go first lane
0: yeah uh, i would love to but first i would love to know what msrp on this yes. is
2: uh
3: what <laughs> um, uh MSR- like shelf price oh shelf price yeah uh, sorry Just- hit this too uh, <laughs> <you're kidding. laughs> uh, so it's like a uh, 49.96 wow uh, 49.96 oh,
0: yeah right on um i mean for something as unique as this i, I there's like a billion really nice tasting things all within more or less the same price range and like, i'm kind of this way about the music i listen to i don't want to have five bands that accomplish the same thing in my rotation. I'm going to find the one that does it the best. I'm going to find fucking the album that does it the best out of that one band. And I run it into the ground. Mm -hmm. Like I I just (laughs) look for the best example of what I'm looking for. And I stick to that. I'll listen to everything once. I'll try everything once. But this Mm -hmm. is, it's so unique. Like I said, from it, I don't get the ramen. I get like brown sugar, raisin, oatmeal.
2: Raisin is crazy in there.
0: Like brown sugar, raisin, oatmeal in like a really fucking delicious way. Um and like I don't know if I've had anything that does it that way. So I'm gonna give this a like a solid six two out of eight because it is delicious and anything above six two is like really tough for me to give. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go straight six. Just because I think anything in forty nine ninety nine, correct? So fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So anything over fifty bucks, it must be in my mind, it must not just be a like Evan Williams, uh bottle and bond one hundred, whatever mm-hmm. is cheap. But it's not always the greatest sipping whiskey. We love sipping on it. But it's a great cocktail whiskey. Anything above $50 in my mind, you should be able to both use it in a cocktail and sip. Not all above. Like, there's going to be some very special ones you never put in a cocktail, right? It should only be for sipping. You but could. You could, like, yeah. I, I don't,
0: I don't want to make any rules about that. Like, you want to make, so make it better old-fashioned. Right. Put better ingredients yeah. in all it. All I'm but saying is it should returns.
2: be able to be in a cocktail and sip. Yeah, Should, you know yeah I mean? if it can't stand on its own. And this fuck it. stands on its own so well. So I'm giving it a straight six. I fucking love the aftertaste of this. Uh, the burn, for whatever reason, maybe it's a smoke that actually comes out, is a little tough for 87 proof, right? I feel it,
3: like that's probably the unaged rye. It's mind. probably yeah, the unaged that's rye. What I'd guess yeah. with the burn anyway.
2: Yeah, but that's cool. Because mm-hmm. it makes it taste for those proof hounds out there, it makes it taste way more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So solid six out of eight. That's the highest I've ever given anything that's international or going the whiskey without the e mm-hmm. uh, category. So I well, like very well done. Yeah, too. whiskey without the e. Yeah, I love Let's that. Yeah, hell yeah. Man. Let's keep it, Josiah.
1: Yeah, it's really really tasty. I like it a lot, and um, for me, I mostly just get the ramen notes and. I can just see how well this is going to pair with the ramen, and I have to fucking try it because I haven't tried it yet.
2: And it's Um, such a, sorry, to cut it It's such a unique pairing to say whiskey and ramen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is so, sorry, continue going, but that is so unique. Like you never think of using whiskey and ramen together.
1: You really don't, but they both make you warm and tingly down to your pee pee. So I guess they kind of work together. Um, I personally like it a lot. Um, I've had it multiple times. I've, bought multiple bottles of it and gone through it a lot. And um just kinda like what you said, it's super versatile. I wish I do wish it was forty nine sixty nine instead of forty nine ninety six. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um because if you're gonna go on stuff, if you're not gonna go forty nine ninety nine, why not go sixty nine? I mean
2: what's the scent difference on that? Like is it forty nine ninety six? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was ninety nine, okay. Forty nine ninety six. We don't really
3: get to like set at that point though, too. It's kind of weird the way the state does it. They like set their pricing out and stuff like that. Really? So what goes into that? It's just a huge long thing. Like we do get to set our pricing, but there is like calculations as to like okay, when we sell it like this, this is how much the state will sell it for. Heard. You get Mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean.
1: But um, yeah, I'm gonna go with um, same as Andrew, straight six. Um, which for me, um, if it's a six, it's solid, it's amazing. I'll drink it every time I run out of it. I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Seven, it's a staple of the shelf. Staple seven is like I will go out of my way to actually, you know, if I if I'm gonna go out my way to hunt it and eight is like that unicorn that we're chasing that you know <laughs> yeah. you're never gonna find. Yeah. You just um, need
2: one. you just check two. your savings to see if you have enough. Type and then deal. you just buy yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But. Solid drink, Ben. Let me ask you a question. What's up? Do you know what let's drink in Italian is? I don't, Beviamo. Shout out to Beviamo! Uh, Use promo (laughs) code. uh, Use promo code. Let's drink for ten percent off your next private event. Feel free to reach out to uh, Beviamo's Instagram and DM them with promo code. Let's drink for ten percent off your next private event. Local Grand Rapids company with mobile bar cart solutions. Uh, brings just a little added flair to your private event, house party, garden party, whatever you're trying to do. Uh, so use that promo code on us, 10% off at promo code Let's Drink at Beviamo.
0: We love you, Tess.
2: We love you, Tess. Love you, Tess. You like that? That was probably That was a, that was best a nice one. transition. Yeah, thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. Um, all right. We did the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Yeah, Let's what are get we to the fun next? part. Let's right. get, Give me our options. Okay, so
3: you asked me to bring a whole bunch of random shit with me. Yeah. So I did. I oh got... See what I got. I got our French connection, which is coming out. Which is. Uh so that's a catcher's rye age in a Armagnac, or sometimes we may switch it up, but right now Armagnac barrels. Okay. Uh, and then that's at one nineteen proof. Heard. Um then we have our, this is straight catcher's rye. Okay. So that was just pulled straight from a barrel. So people. Oh, so can, it's
2: catcher's rye straight from the barrel? Straight from the barrel. Straight yeah. from the fucking <laughs> barrel. <laughs> Which is what, 135?
3: No, 119, 120. 119, yeah. 120. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And that's going to be, um. so we we won best rye distillery in the U.S. with this in 2017. Then we just won gold with that in. Uh, in twenty
2: twenty two. too?
3: Yeah. We just won gold. was what like, what'd you win double gold on let I guess let's yeah, see
2: well, we'll get there okay I yeah i can't really address. oh I should, sorry, sorry, I should, sorry 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 I should, sorry I should
3: probably even not even say too much but okay we, we did very well, well yeah yeah with our rum and rye hell yeah uh hopefully i don't get
2: in trouble say anything <laughs> well, uh, if you we'll talk after <laughs> uh
3: and then we got our Armagnac grass widow that was just a rant we have a lot of random one-offs yeah. that like we'll do yeah and that was just a random one off I had in the car I feel like I'm like a mobile party <laughs>
4: dude I'm I the same way right? I got like yeah,
1: six yeah, balls all of
3: us yeah. so so are they all about 120 proof we yeah. just got yeah okay. these are all barrel strength essentially I just had them pull straight okay. out of the barrel nice. so then there's and not then really what's any the eat.
2: first one in the dark uh vial oh, bottle this one yeah
3: this is our uh pineapple rum pineapple doctor so it's the doctor bird that we nice. did with uh roasted pineapple I want to start with again catchers 120
2: rye. as well 100 barrel. do a little bit hell yeah
1: sounds good there's nothing to read on these bottles so we're not going to do that
2: nope which is the best we love this is why we love interviewing we we try to stick to industry professionals or industry adjacent people but we love our distillery friends um because just the cool one-off stuff especially (sighs) if it's michigan like it's just a oh yeah you gotta pop it oh yeah Oh,
4: that makes me so hearty.
2: (laughs) 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 Hell yeah. All right. So, catcher's rye is your staple of rye. Yeah. Correct. That's like
3: Dave's pride and joy. And actually, let me, let me remind, because there was one thing that uh,
2: you guys said
3: earlier. And again, to go back to like the genuineness of that statement, where Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, it could also come off, you know, corny. yeah, Yeah. Like, but I uh, I know for our products in particular, uh, we we did a special release, mm-hmm. and you know he set the the price point, and I was like, "Are you sure you want to go it at, at this point? We only have this limited supply." Mm-hmm. And he was just basically, he's like, "Look, like this is how I feel about it." it, it like he was willing to just take the hit, you yeah. know what I mean? Like That's just, huge, just to so like yeah. For
2: those that don't know, Dave is the owner of Two James. So yeah. when we say Dave, we say it like it's a friend, but Dave is the owner overlord yeah overlord sounds rough but dave is a very (laughs) no he's super cool yeah Yeah, i've I've had the pleasure of meeting dave a few times because he's good friends with our my gm uh rob and dave is a uh, dave's a dude along with ben that i'm very glad you guys are leading in the faces of the company (laughs) it's very refreshing to know that dude dave
3: like he uh yeah level two sommelier yeah um super cool guy like a, a more community ideas, I guess, was during uh COVID we actually gave away hand sanitizer. So nice. like when it first, you know, it became super hard to get, we just opened it up and basically you come in from anywhere and we are giving you sanitizer and stuff. So like, you know, we try to do things like that. Nice. Um but yeah, he's uh he definitely cares about his spirits and, you know, at the end of the day is willing to to go to bat for his beliefs and the spirits in the company and the people in it.
2: When the, when the whole country leans towards bourbon, why did you guys choose rye? Or is the answer in that question?
3: I think partially in that question. Um, simply, yeah, Dave, Dave's always going to go by his own, Mm -hmm. you know, beat of his own drum. Like he's, I've worked there for quite a while and he's come up with some ideas where when he says it to me, I'll just, think that that sounds ridiculous and then the next thing you know it's insanely popular you know what i mean like like it just takes off so he's very creative and i just i'm more of like just tell me where you need this and what you need me to go grab you know he'll even ask me some ideas like well what do you think of this design and i just have to tell him like you hate my opinions with designs that you know he's an artist so he has a good idea
2: Yeah, we're doing good. Okay. Yeah, it's still recording.
0: (laughs) No, no, I know it's still recording. I just wanted to make sure we were where, like, we're forty five minutes in.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, just about. Yeah, we'll go and we'll cut if we need to, and we'll cut this part out. Yeah. Anyway, so shit. uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I. It's just so it's so interesting because, I mean, there are companies that lean into Rye, but the majority of these companies, outside of my knowledge of like Sagamore. Uh, which is a Baltimore distillery. Um, Most companies that do rye have been established for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So it's cool to see a company like Detroit, which all of your whiskey, rye, you guys don't do any bourbon, do you?
3: Oh, we do. We have uh the Grass Widow's a high rye Widows bourbon. Grass Widow's a high rye bourbon. Yeah, that's the right. J Riddles a peated bourbon as well. Heard. Um, so I mean, that's kind of like an introductory to Scotch. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, we did some J Riddle in a port barrel. Mm-hmm. I don't know when we'll release that, but it
2: was amazing. Like, can we talk about something out this? I just had my first taste of this real quick. Sure. Of uh, the straight from the barrel. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- <laughs> the taste is insane the 120 is definitely there it's not hidden well but the taste is fucking yeah. insane um well to me it's like when you think of a classic rye,
3: that spice that's yeah. where it's at but oh, you're at 120 100%. it's yeah. like okay i get why it would have such spice 100
2: yeah. like i knew what i was signing up for it wasn't like it's not like way too hot yeah. it's just it's like sometimes when you get straight from the barrel you're pleasantly surprised uh how well it's hidden you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but uh, with Doctor Bird, which if you don't know is a U.S. famous, uh, is it internationally yet, or is it just uh, no? Okay, no. Yeah. But just. I mean, you go to like you would say this. If you go to California, every cocktail bar has it. If you go to Michigan now, it's getting growing to the point. I'm assuming oh, yeah. uh, that everyone has it. It's a very affordable rum that provides funk. We can get it. We if we want to talk about that later, we can. But my question <sighs> is, when the bottle selection. Like, you have a lot of these really cool um, alchemist-style bottles, if you will. Um, but there's some bottles that you do differently, especially Dr. Bird. Was that just... It was an old bottle that sold really well, so you didn't change? Or is it because... Like I the, like when brands have like different bottles. Like the bottle itself? Yeah. So I, I like when brands have different bottles and not every bottle comes in the same bottle. Yeah. Well, okay. So,
3: the reason uh, we have different bottle styles, actually, is be- if you notice... The Dr. Bird and the Grass Widow Mm -hmm. and when we do our Mm -hmm. Uh those all three are in different bottles because we don't 100% distill them in Detroit so we don't want to like mislead people you know we don't want somebody to be like man I really like this product and we know you guys are 100% you know because we are Michigan like we get all the rye from Michigan we try to get as much grain Mm -hmm. as possible but I like to say you know instead of trying to reinvent the wheel we just decide to put rims on it dude that is my (laughs) favorite
2: thing. You said that at the party. Yeah, I literally, so I literally go up to Rob. He's like, "I'm using that for the rest of my life." Like, why reinvent so cool. the wheels? Let's just put fucking rims on it, dude. Yeah. That is and the that, best quote. That was ever. kind
3: of what I felt. Yeah, like that's what Dave just essentially what his vision was. Like, look, we're not gonna make better rum in yeah. Jamaica. Yeah, so. Oh. He just went to Jamaica and he worked with the distillery out there. And mm-hmm. the the catch is, though, is we don't just take like one of their rums and slap our label on it. Like we get three different rums from them and then we blend them. Yep. And then we throw them in a wine barrel because Dave's a level two small. So. What I
2: truly love about you guys, and I think we'll probably all share the same sentiment for that. I, I, I think you told me that before, but remembering the bottle part and the different bottles is it signifies that it's our product we did it this way but it's not 100 from us one i love that absolutely love that but the best thing you guys could ever do is just be truthful about yeah. it you know be, what i mean like just be honest about it like here's our michigan products here's products that we helped create but I just fucking love that transparency. And I think it's gotten you guys so far already. I think it's going to carry you into the next, you know? I mean, that's, that's,
3: that's kind of who we are. And like, that's why I'm like learning from Dave all the time. Like he's just very, you know, he knows what he wants and Mm -hmm. he's a very honest person about it. Not rude. No. Like, it's just, you know, be honest, like let people know what's, what you can and can't do. Yeah. Dave's a straight shooter. And it's just like, and that's how we are as a company. And like, it all just blends through, you know, everything you do is going to be a character of who you are. And so yeah. if like you br- surround yourself with certain people, like look at, you know, places like Buffalo and stuff like they surround themselves with people that actually care about making a good product. Every single person at the bar is invested and yeah. in that that environment just develops, you know, and that breeds itself because anybody that doesn't do- doesn't fit in and, you know, they they don't thrive in
2: that. Yeah. 100%. What do you guys think of this? It's
1: so tasty.
2: Yeah. They, they're still serious. Are you good, dude? Are you, oh, no. You, I'm just having, vibing. Uh, okay. I'm just just vibing just along. In,
1: I'm just engrossed in this 21 Savage. This, this 21
2: Savage video actually has a great storyline behind it. All right. Yeah. So, so yeah. everybody
0: listening, um, we usually just have like music videos playing on the big TV in the room on mute. It's such a nice vibe, you know. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good vibe. But from time to time, we'll just like watch that shit. Yeah, we'll forget <laughs> we're podcasting. I'm like yeah.
2: zone out. I'm like, what? <laughs> hey, yo, Ben, pass me that shit. Rye.
3: <laughs> nope. What am I- oh, oh, yeah. What are you passing him? Yeah, that means- River Some City Cannabis. River
4: City Cannabis. River is City that's, what's cannabis. that's what's getting passed. That's what's getting. passed. I don't
3: know what like, I think any about current rappers or rockers or anything. I'm like that's stuck right, in man. like the. Late 90s, or 80s, early 2000s. That's Big fine. NPR guy. Just kidding. <laughs> Big NPR.
1: What are you going to say,
2: Lynn?
0: I think it's fucking tasty. I don't really get as much heat off of it as you, as you talked about it. Like, I... I think it's a pretty easy cask strength sipper, even with the fact that it's rye. Do you know the mash bill on this?
3: 100% rye. 100%, 100% rye. Yeah. Do rye, you guys okay. throw malt? No, do you guys no. throw malt <laughs> no. into anything? Uh, no. Well, I mean, we have a malted whiskey that we're gonna eventually down okay. the line release, but no.
0: Okay. It's... How much do you know about the distillation process? Because I had always thought that you need a portion of malt to help with like like the fermentation
3: of it all. Because so I will. I will admit, I am not super versed in that aspect but okay. i don't recall ever even being told of a malt. i know like we put three different enzymes in during the okay. uh the entire like beginning when you put it into the mash tank um but as far as during the fermentation i wouldn't be able to tell you exactly if they're putting any malt i think they're only putting the uh um,
0: the principal grains yeah okay because like from what i understood Uh malted barley has enzymes that help expose the other sugars. And so like before like commercial production of all those enzymes, um you always needed at least a portion. Like that's that's like why it was used for beer and shit. Like so there it plays a really vital role in fermentation, and that's why I always assumed that it was present in in everything. Um, but then like you guys are coming out straight rye and yeah, I, how, how long is this age? Because I'm getting so much like, like sweet oak out of it too.
3: So, well, first to, to like go back to what you were speaking of, like I want to say this is why I love like just being in this industry because I'm far from an expert. I know like if you guys had Joe, uh, like our, guy running the juice Well, he'll be right now. when we go
0: there, we'll make sure to have him on mic. Yeah,
3: yeah, like he would be able to answer those like detailed nuanced questions, but like I love being able to even just have these conversations. That's like what yeah. makes it like this industry funnest cuz like you get to learn from everybody at all times. Yep. Any
0: anybody who chooses to like stay working in the like the beverage, the hospitality, the the bar, the restaurant industry past like, I don't know, their early 20s, like, if they if they decide to make a career yeah. out of it, or at least, like, the first 10 years of a career, typical career age, like, I think it really, like, it hard self-selects for people that are just naturally fucking curious. Mm-hmm. Like, they just want to learn yeah. so much.
3: Yeah, no, I, exactly. Like, I think of um, pretty much, you know, the manager we have out here, Alex, like, she just she talks about that. She's like, I just nerd out, you know, I just, yeah, she was telling the other staff, like, this is what I do on my free time. And, you know, (laughs) and like just talks about, you know, learning about tastings, like our bar manager in, uh, in super guile, you know, he, he did, he does the same thing. Like I always say, like, I don't like the term mixologist. I always thought it was a bit pretentious, but I was like, Ryan, (laughs) Ryan is the one dude. Yeah. But Ryan's the one dude I'd be like, that guy's a mixologist. You like, guys see all the
0: memes just, these days where like, like they're rebranding graceful. mixologists as baristas? Barista. Like baristas. <laughs> <laughs> My brother in Christ, you're a barista. Mm. <laughs> also, yeah, what's up with that? Everything's well, brother or sister I, I in Christ. I don't know, but
2: it's funny. I can appreciate where mixologist comes from, as in it's You're more than a bartender. It's somewhat art. It's somewhat science. It's it's a lot of passion. But mixologist, the word, I'm a strong stand on it being super pretentious. Mm-hmm. Like, well, someone will ask me, oh, so you're a mixologist? And I'll be like, no, I'm a bartender. Yeah. But, like, I think there can be different forms of bartenders. Like, this is my artwork. This is my expression. This is my passion. But don't call me mixologist. Yeah. yeah. And there, <laughs> other bartenders have different ideas on it, right? No, so there like are it.
3: people, like, like. I don't know. I Again, I'm just... I know my presence is just very like chill. So I'm not one of those people that takes things too serious. You're very good at being chill. Yeah. We love you, dude. That's just my, that's my natural state is to not be too high or low. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, but I feel like bartending, like being a bartender is great. Like Mm -hmm. just the whole being a bartender is mostly just about knowing cocktails, but more so having good interactions. Like there's something different than like anybody can make a, a life out of just serving tables, mm-hmm. but you can be a, a huge fucking success serving tables yeah. or bartending. If you actually give a shit about what you're doing, I
2: always say people will forget the drink. They'll never forget the bartender. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always.
3: It's so true.
1: People come and be like, Lane made me that one drink or Andrew made me that one drink or, mm-hmm. you know, whoever. And then as opposed to, yeah, he made me this drink and name it by name and what was in it. You know? Yeah. I remember you and that you did mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's huge.
2: It's the best part about this industry. It's also the worst part, people, but also the best part. It's everything.
3: It is funny, too, because I'm one of those people like, you know, I'll be sitting around like, God, I just, I want to go home. Nobody's here right now. Mm -hmm. I hope nobody fucking comes in so I can just (laughs) fuck off and like do nothing, you know, and Mm -hmm. space out. And then somebody comes in like, Damn it. But I'm naturally like polite. Mm-hmm. But then the next people come in and then the next people and then you're just all of a sudden you hit that mode you and music playing yeah. and then you're like, let me get you guys. A drink. You know what? Let me buy you a shot. You know, and yeah. like it becomes just yeah. this interaction and everybody feels that vibe. And like, you know, it, it's fun. Like, I mm-hmm. don't I, I don't he- understand how you can be a, not have fun doing it.
0: I think you said it well at the beginning when you were talking about how you started with two James like that that biker party you're like all of a sudden I'm getting paid to be where everybody wants to be yeah the best moments of our job is that Mm -hmm. is that there I mean there are times where I'll I'll walk away from a Saturday night and be like oh fuck this like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just not into it I'm not into it um like if the mood isn't right behind the bar because not everyone one has a great day every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, including myself, definitely yeah. myself. Um and that, that translates to guests as well. Um
3: Yeah, the world's a mirror.
0: The world it, exactly. I but like and but then there are other days where I there are other days where it's like I can't believe I just made money doing that because that was a fucking blast. I just got I to host this something. party. Yeah. I, yeah. I got to hang up yeah. my friends sat at the rail in the corner there for like three hours I, we did so many yeah. shots we had a great ass time the mm-hmm. music was perfect the vibe was right nobody was an
3: ass like well what a win and look at it like from this perspective even if you're not a lot because there is an expiration date for most people in the service mm-hmm. industry like once you hit that brick wall you're like i'm out like yeah. i just can't mm-hmm. do it anymore yep. you know because it's trying like you like you said the worst and the best thing are dealing with people mm-hmm. but like you like it can be a conduit to better things like yep. again and this doesn't just have to be bartending this can be serving too but if you're really good at your job people notice that and then like that becomes a networking thing like i've yep. had people that work for me end up going to work for lawyers and then end up doing like sale like at uh um you know different type of um realties and stuff like that so Hell yeah it's just a,
2: it is a conduit dude yeah uh, I did a brief stint um, in sales for about two years uh, in between deciding to come back to bartending and make it my career. Um, and I got every sales job I ever wanted because they wanted someone that was a bartender or server because you had a high propensity of dealing with shit, good shit, mm-hmm. bad shit, people shit like stressful shit, yeah. whatever it is, you have a high propensity of dealing with that. And it's what they want, especially if you didn't have the sales experience or the next step is bartender yeah. or server, whatever it is. It's such a, I, I, okay. So I always say this, um, I don't know how we got on this topic, but I'm going to say this anyways. Um, the, you, do you guys know how the Israeli, uh, in Israel, you have to be, uh, you have to serve. I think one or two years in the military. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think the United States should make everyone serve one to two years in the service industry. And this yep. this thank country, you for your service. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for your service. Uh, this country would be such a better place, such a better place if everyone had one to two years in the service industry. You're just having to deal with shit, man. Yeah. Yes, let's do right. the French Connection. So this is coming that. out. Will you, will you, I, I love this, but I need to be sober-ish. So yep. you dump that. Whoa, that was a good one. <laughs> that was delightful. I thought that was a mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can just hey. show up to do this for you guys. Yeah, hell yeah.
0: I would love that. Yeah, drive two hours both ways, yeah. but like you'll be welcome. It's yeah. It.
3: yeah. Just
0: walk in, do that, and then leave. We'll All right, you see you good. guys. <laughs> You could you could like be a sponsor, just be like, and here for your
3: sponsorship. Don't even announce when you're going to show up. It's like, <laughs> we'll give you time. Should I just knock down the wall like the Kool Aid Man with booze <laughs> in my hand? And it's oh bad. yeah,
1: you're right. just the Kool Aid Man, but instead of filled Don't with Kool Aid, you you're know.
2: filled with uh,
3: get fucked up.
2: Oh yeah. Do we want to? Do you want to review the murder mystery real quick? Sure. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, we did a uh, essentially a launch party for what our new menu at Buffalo Traders is going to be. Um, and our menu theme is Murder Mystery. And we partnered with 2 James uh, to throw a Murder Mystery event um, at Buffalo. Um, essentially, it was a four libation event. I don't say four cocktails because it wasn't all cocktails, but everything that we offered outside the Morrow from our Morrow bar next door post-off shout out to post-off was a spirit from two james so we did two different cocktails with two james spirits as a base we did a sherry that uh two james detroit has a barrel of um in Corktown, and then we did absinthe from two james which is one of the in a weird way one of the best spirits you offer because you did it so right if that makes sense with the absinthe <laughs> yeah not to take away from anything else that you do no i appreciate. I mean, it. well like
3: i don't do it but i'll take their credit for but it But like
2: in <laughs> michigan and this is just with michigan laws and the control state and everything you're too I, I i don't know if you know this but your absinthe as from a bartender is the best one you can buy in michigan by 100%. Far. 100 percent main rouge forever
3: main rouge forever yeah, it's the
2: real deal though like i love it's, that it's, it's a real yeah, deal yeah, you did it right really, and it tastes fucking yeah, tasty. It based off
3: of an 18th century recipe that we kind of updated and yeah. tweaked but so
2: if you have a absinthe drink in your bar it's a great one, they love to if they're a super absinthe person, they love to do shots of it. If they like to sip on it, great. But it's also an absinthe that whenever you put absinthe in a cocktail from a bartender's perspective, it's an absinthe drink. You can't, even if you put a quarter ounce, there's still going to be that taste in there, whether you like black licorice or not. But if you put an ounce inside, it still allows room for other spirits to talk. And that's one of the biggest things with cocktails and using absinthe. And then a lot of absinthe go, like some absinthe just take over. You know what I mean? Yeah, and what you yeah. guys did with it, whatever you did, I'm not asking for secrets, but if you want to write it down, let me know. Uh, you did such a talk good Talk offline. It. Yeah, we'll talk off <laughs> off the record.
3: So, yeah. And this one's a French connection. This stuff will be coming out, too. So, this is the rye oh, aged yeah. in uh, Armagnac barrel.
1: I think... I am um, also want to say, like... Because we didn't cork the last one. Because it was a limited, like, release one-off. And I think that for all the ones that are one-offs, we probably should just... We'll just drink it and... Yeah. What we like
0: about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was delicious. I thought uh, so, too. So, for those that are listening, this is... Uh, this is a rye aged in Armagnac barrels. And I actually... I, I knew a little bit about armagnac but i just did it like a quick two minute wikipedia research which i would also encourage research. you to do for your own for your own purposes uh, but basically it's It's a brandy like cognac, which is from a specific region, but it's from a different region,
3: Armagnac. And and we're actually going to like switch them between. That's why it just says French barrique on the Mm -hmm. label, because we'll sometimes do cognac. We'll sometimes do Armagnac. We don't want to like hinder ourselves in that regard. Totally. Yeah. You don't want
0: to pigeonhole it. But the the interesting thing about Armagnac per this article was that it's typically only distilled once and it's in column stills typically instead of copper stills, which ends up being less estuary um but notably um cognac is typically distilled twice so it finds itself like they'll re-distill it and then it just it concentrates even further whereas armagnac will typically come out like low 50s in proof and they don't even bother to water it down they just let it kind of lose some of that in the barrel um and so it it preserves a like I don't know, but I thought it was fascinating like it's different than cognac but it's the same mm-hmm. um, yeah
3: yeah. And then Dave's French in heritage. So that's why there's like a, like the absinthe and then these in these Detroit wines I, and stuff. I've like heard that.
0: Detroit is the Paris of the Midwest. Exactly.
1: Yeah.
3: It was, it was that moniker way back in the day. In the early 1900s, we actually, I think, had that on like one of the labels we were going with.
0: Do you want to go to Paris?
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to fucking.
3: We're
0: I doing was a podcast in Paris,
1: baby. We're going to podcast in Paris. We're going to podcast while going to Paris. PP. Yeah,
0: there will be PP. <laughs>
2: There it is. There it is. I've been holding that in for a while. Just like did a you ever movie. end up
0: putting the bleeps in for whenever you would have done I it? I did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Nate said he thought it was funny as fuck, right? Let's see. Oh, like, uh, are those bleeps.
2: Nate, yeah, Nate did. Yeah. We did a podcast without Josiah. And Josiah is notoriously just the slightly more um, Erotic? Erotic? Uh, erotic? Or more erotic than either of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, you little column A, little yeah. column B, yeah, exactly. And he wasn't there for it, but he's our producer for this uh part, so we had him put in like a little submarine radar like, blip, oing. yeah, every time he would have made a dirty joke while we were talking, <laughs> and it, it turned out perfect. It was so <laughs>
1: great, yeah, yeah. We had the second part, like, so we did the first part without me, and the second part we came in, like, recapped it and then kept it going. And then we like halfway and we're like, yeah, so if you those little sonar blips you in the first half, yeah, that was every time. And it's genius because now people are going to be like, I want to go back and listen to that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, what exactly. were those bleeps all about? <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> Give us the second listen.
2: So what was Armagnac? Did you already say?
0: Armagnac, it's, a, it's another like grape-based brandy from a different part of France, different varietals typically put into it. Oh. And a big, like two notable differences are it's traditionally column stilled. Instead of copper-stilled. Heard. Um, but it's still only distilled once. So you're so, not
2: buying full barrels of Armagnac. You're taking the barrels after. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Heard. You got wow, it, my friend. How many oh, times uh, do they fill the barrels before they're spent? Or is it just after one?
3: That, I couldn't answer on okay. those, if they recharge them or not. I mean, with our rye, just naturally, we're only doing it one time. Okay. Right? With like all of our base spirits, it's one time. But okay. I couldn't tell you if they're recharging
0: anything. Heard. You said this is like 119 proof? Yep, it is. It does not. So it's so, so kind. I would have guessed, guessed 100, yeah. maybe. Maybe that's what a barrel finish is doing for it. But like, yeah, whoop,
2: this whoop. is way smoother than catchers. <laughs> yeah. At, yeah. At, and at it's barrel, the same catcher. Yeah. 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 It's a yeah. chill filtering. Do you guys it's chill? Catchers
3: ride just age in Armagnac. Do you oh, guys chill filter this anything? Grass widow. Sorry. No, no, this is catchers.
2: Do we what? That's a good question.
3: I'll ask a third time. Do you chill filter anything? Uh... I don't That's believe a, so but I could be wrong.
1: We're going to throw it out yeah. in the freezer and see what happens. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, I don't I don't <laughs> think we do. Hell so yeah. or so then we're getting filtered.
1: Frill chilted.
0: Phil chilted. Phil chilted. Phil chilted. I, I think... wish
3: I could be more authoritative on that answer. But Dog, don't okay. worry about yeah. it, man. That's I okay. like the, the intrigue, the mystery of it all. <laughs> you're getting
0: the drunk murder of mystery of it product, all. So. Oh, shit. The
2: mur- <laughs> <laughs> Pick your poison. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your poison. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Pick your poison <laughs> come mm-hmm. Are you?
3: Dr. Bird? Mm-hmm. No, I guess <laughs> you're alive, so. No. Who murdered Dr. Bird? Find out.
2: Who killed Dr. Bird, everybody? Find out April 19th at Buffalo.
1: Four nineteen.
2: 419, one day away from good. So close. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So close. All right. Uh, I say we did a great job today. I think we. This one twenty tasting is a f- a coming in hot. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. it's so <laughs> it's in good in though. So it doesn't feel hot. that way, but it feels that. It way. feels that. I'm way. feeling it. Will any of these products ever hit?
3: Oh yeah, okay. yeah. They're all they're all going to be released. Well, thank in due you time. for the sneak peek. Yeah. I just, like I said, I had them in the car, so. Hell yeah.
2: The are you, traveling party Yeah, you are. we break them out. Ben, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having Seriously, me. Seriously, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh Love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> Highly love you guys. Oh, oh, oh shit. my shit. God. Yeah. Now, how we're gotta it go above that? and beyond.
1: This guy's making us <laughs> look That's like yeah. assholes.
0: Yeah.